Hello and welcome to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show, coming to you from Rome, where I'm very excited to be with someone from Brazil itself. Brazil, of course, has 64% of the Amazon within Brazil. So our guest today comes from a place where the Amazon is in his backyard. Stay tuned to hear lots about what he's going to tell us about the Amazon. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to introduce you today, folks, to Bernardo Custer, a very famous, popular Catholic journalist, YouTuber in Brazil. In fact, the largest YouTuber in Brazil, and just eating up the airwaves online and having just an unbelievable result. Welcome to the show, Bernardo. Thank you, John. Thank you. Good to be with you. I want you to start, if you wouldn't mind, uh, with your faith. You were a Catholic journalist. Yeah. What brought you to this kind of faith? I heard you weren't Catholic to start with. I was baptized when I was, I don't know, three months. I was baptized. But uh, then I I was not well catechized. So that's a problem in Brazil. The catechesis is horrible. And then I became an atheist, like agnostic, mostly, uh, a communist, a Trotskyist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for other situations and reasons, uh, then I became a Baptist, mm-hmm. an evangelical. And then after that, in 2016, so it's not, not so far, I became a Catholic and, you know, very, I should say, um, ready for battle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, San Gregory said that those soldiers that abandoned the battle and then returned, mostly, you know, they went to battle, you know, to, to like to repent or to show repentance yeah. from their, their, you know, their, their, their past. Yeah. So I, I, I'm one of those. I'm one of those soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from the 11th hour. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm one of those. And then I became a Catholic because of also the influence and intersection intercession of the Saint Therese of the Little Flower. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, he just made the rose miracle in my life in the ninth day of the novena. And that was wonderful. Yeah. It was one of the key moments of my Christian life because I already um, was, you know, I accepted everything about the Catholicism, the Holy Mary, everything else. But I wasn't sure about the reality of the communion of the saints. Hmm. So I, I said to God, I want to prove. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if this is true because I was a Catholic baptized. So a friend of mine, she, she said, so pray the novena from St. Uh, Teresa of the Little Flower. And I did. And in the ninth day, in a book called Introduction to Christianism, I found the, the, the rose. So it was wonderful. Oh, wow. And the rose was alive and smelling. <laughs> it was perfume, rose perfume. Wonderful. Yeah, and then, okay, I'm okay. I believe in the communion of the saints. <laughs> so let's go to the battle. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm a passion to the truth. Mm-hmm. The obedience to the truth. This is what moves me. Awesome. So what brings you now to like the spotlight in Brazil? I mean, you, you, you only were a convert so little time ago. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. You've got a massive following of yeah, Catholics in yeah, Brazil. Yeah. What was that? Almost um, 800,000 followers on YouTube. 
and other uh, social no, medias no. are so big as big as this one. Um, what brings me, what brought me uh, at this situation is before doing this Catholic journalism, so to speak, and analysis, I was concerned about cultural, political, philosophical issues. So because Brazil, we have this big and huge uh, hegemonic movement, movement of the, the liberals, so leftists. And uh, I was battled with them, you know. But uh, in Londrina, where I live in south of Brazil, near Sao Paulo, so to speak, there was this inter-ecclesial event of the com base communities of the church. And this community historically founded was, were they the responsible to give the, um, the mass of the people to the works party that now they, they put it Lula yeah, as president of Brazil and now he's in jail mm -hmm. because of the, of the crimes he did. And um, the, the ecclesial based communities in Brazil were a very important movement to convince the Catholic masses to vote mm -hmm. in this communist uh, party. And so from the 60s, from the 60s to now, we have this leftist movement influencing the church. And so Brazil uh, have this internal movement, but also externally. If you see, for example, the history of the Vatican II, the council, we have one of the most important progressive bishops there is Don uh, Helder Camera. Mm -hmm. He's the red archbishop. Yeah. And he was one of the responsibles to, uh, that um, oriented, oriented the, the, the bishops to do the, the catacumbas pact that launched the liberation theology and everything else. Yeah. He was one of the responsibles. Yeah. But on the other side, we have the other bishops, uh, conservatives and traditional ones like Don Castro Meyer mm -hmm. and Don uh, Geraldo de Prensa Sigo and Plinio de Correa Oliveira. Mm -hmm. And they were the conservatives. Yeah. So the traditional Catholics fighting on the other side. So I, I, one day I talked to Professor de Matei mm -hmm. and he said, uh, we can say, so to speak, that uh, the Vatican II was a Brazilian council. <laughs> I said, that's why it ain't wrong. So <laughs> and now we have again Brazil uh, in the center of the, mm -hmm. the, the play for some, uh, this great Amazon Synod. And we have, as you said, 64, 63% of the Amazon is our property. Yeah. Right? It's our territory. And we are hearing real fake news about it. Yeah. Even coming from the church. And I'm trying to change this, even in Brazil, because we have a lot of disinformation going, um, bishops doing this disinformation. So I made a four hour uh, series of videos and four videos talking about this. And it had a huge impact in the in Brazilian church. Also in, in Rome, I, I heard that some cardinals are very worried with my presence in Rome. So I think this is good. Well, <laughs> God. it's great to get the truth out there and expose really yeah. the fake news. Yeah. And I think this is the thing. When you have, right now, there is a move to foist or to force on the rest of the church massive change that goes against the faith, all because with the excuse of the Amazon region, the indigenous people in the Amazon and the Amazon itself. But there is some very disturbing things going on because uh, to be honest, I think it's using the Amazon and the people of the Amazon to change the church, which is hurting the people of the Amazon yeah. as well. So You're preventing them to go to heaven. Well, exactly. That's the point. So yeah. what 
would you say are the pieces of fake news being shared? Just the top three or so, three or four First, pieces of fake uh, news. This, um, this also, for example, Cardinal Humes, who is the general reporter of the Senate, um, they say, okay, we have a big territory, huge, bigger than Europe, uh, in, uh, in Amazon. We have, we, we do not have the, not the sufficient number of priests to give people communion and you know, the Holy Communion and everything else. But you see, we have, for example, Don, uh, Don Irving Crowdler, is uh, a bishop in, in Amazon. He said in a German journal that he never, in 25 years, baptized an Indian and and he's never going to do it. Mm. So he's not concerned so, about sacraments. Right. So this is just so that everybody's clear. Yeah. This is a Catholic bishop yeah. in the Amazon. Yeah. That lived yeah, all his life there. Right. Yeah. So he's boasting yeah. about never having baptized. baptized. Now, baptism is that sacrament that makes us Catholic and gives yeah. us sanctifying life yeah, yeah. and enables us to get to heaven. He's boasting about yeah. having never baptized, an and he said, person. "I'm not going to to do it." Yeah, and he's boasting now because it, this is for them that interfering in their culture. But you see, we have mm -hmm. to to just step back uh, for a second and see that all these bishops come from the tradition of the liberation theology, mm -hmm. and the liberation theology traditionally uh, concerns with the poor. Have their concern with the poor preferential option of the poor. I mean, but uh, when you read, for example, the main author, Gustavo Gutierrez, which uh, was or is in Rome right now, mm -hmm. he said that the liberation theology is the critical reflection uh, about the praxis. Praxis is a Marxist term to uh, speak of a revolutionary movement, political movement already in course. And he said that the liberation to all theology was the reflection, the thinking about this movement. And uh, at the time, in the 60s, 70s, they were thinking about movements in Brazil, in Chile, and El Salvador. And the poor were in the game. Mm -hmm. But now, as they were um, refuted by, for example, the Libertatis Nuncius, right, wrote, it by, uh, wrote by Cardinal Ratzinger at mm -hmm. the time in 84, uh, their excuse to use the poor ended. Mm -hmm. So they had to change argument, change issue, change the praxis, the, ob the object of the reflection. Mm -hmm. So now for some uh, is the LGBT movement, the Negroes or the indigenous or the earth. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yeah. Because they call themselves now eco-socialists. That's why uh, how they call it themselves. So it's a new argument for the same idea to use the church for I don't know what kind of revolutionary movement. This is uh, what we need to understand first. And so uh, the main fake news they are spreading, for example, they are concerned with the sacraments. They are not because they're not concerned about baptizing people. Mm -hmm. And they say, <clears throat> we don't have uh, enough priests in Amazon. Okay, but what caused the this uh, low number of uh, priests in Amazon. You did with the liberation theology. You ended vacation, vocations in seminary. You distracted everything. And now you say we have to ordain women or married uh, indigenous people, which I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, you know it's, it's not going to work. To solve a problem you have created. So what do we have to do to th change things in, in the church? No, we have to return before the error 
and do the things how we have done for 2,000 years. That's the problem. Yeah. And so, oh, for example, the Amazon is burning. That's a lie because everybody who lives in Brazil knows that this time in August and September is a time where, when the weather is very, very dry. And so it's very easy to the, for the, the trees to spontaneously uh, starting to burn. And we have a lot of uh, winds this time, so it spreads very, very fast. And there is a cultural habit between the indigenous and those people who live uh, in the, in the, um, near the rivers to uh, burn the field, to open space to new little towns, new little villages, and to uh, plant some you know, uh, crops and everything else. And their habit, and sometimes this fire just, you know, spreads uh, without control. <clears throat> and so this is the, this, this, the, the third lie they tell. Another one, for example, is that um, they are just reflecting a, an indigenous theology. So just, just think for a moment, John. Uh, is this theology produced by indigenous people? Not. Because you don't have not one man there, which is born there, uh, born there doing theology. We have European theologies mm -hmm. doing that, mostly German. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we know why. <laughs> doing theology for the indigenous and in their name, <clears throat> as Leonardo Boff, Gutierrez, and every, uh, every, um, everybody else from the liberation theology did in the name of the poor mm -hmm. and used the poor to their political movement. Yeah. So uh, they're trying to use, again, the church for their political motives. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is an amazing thing because <clears throat> let's focus, let's go back to Kautla for a second. Yeah. Kautla not only is a bishop in Brazil and who came out to say he's never baptized and never yeah. going to baptize, but he's also one of the authors of the instrumental of Yes, yes. The authors of the working document that is now being used, which was approved by the Pope, by the way, and called apostasy by Cardinals Burke and Plantmilla, um, and is now being used for everybody to work on. Mm -hmm. This is impossible. And like you're a, a fair basis to discuss. It is not. <laughs> it's not. But I think your yeah. point is so perfect mm. when you said that they say they're concerned about getting the sacraments to these people. So we need more priests now before we have to ordain women and married indigenous people, mm -hmm. married men. And they're not willing to baptize the same guys. How can they be concerned about the sacraments? Yeah. By the way, in Catholic teaching, you can't receive any of the sacraments if you don't receive yeah. baptism. Yeah. And they're unwilling to baptize. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. So it's fake news from the start to the finish. It's absolutely yeah, coming from the hierarchy. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, we have this situation where it seems the Pope has been not paying attention or, or, or doing this somehow, mm -hmm. regardless of these facts. And they're out there in the public view. Yeah. That connection that nobody seems to have been putting together, that the same bishop, Kautla, is saying he hasn't baptized, not going to baptize, and yet they're concerned by the sacraments, is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no so just a point, John. They say, ah, we, these people need the Holy Eucharistic. They need that. The Eucharist. The yeah. Eucharistic. Yeah. They said they need that. But they also say in the working document, the Instrumentum Laboris, they say, we can um, start to begin to use another forms of rites and everything else to, to 
minister the the holy Eucharist mm. to the to the people of Amazon. Yeah. They so they want to to use like manioca. You see, you say in English, yeah, manioca. Oh, manioc. Yeah. Manioc. Different yes. types of bread. Yeah. So they want to change all the 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 elements. So they don't want to use bread and wine. Mm-hmm. They want to use I don't know other things that yeah. you have in Amazon. So maybe uh, cocoa, you know, right? Which would invalidate. Yeah, completely. So that's the yeah. thing in Catholic theology, in Catholic teaching, in Catholic truth, the only church. So in the canonic right, you have to. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, it has to be bread and wine. Yeah. So that would invalidate it right there. The most bizarre things, but I know why now mm-hmm. people are paying attention to you, and why I think you're a pain to a lot of people as well. Yeah, yeah, and also you see, I remember. Of course, I don't like, and I, I think it, he's a horrible person, Sawalinsky. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, a, he's a devil one. But he said something that reflects what these people do. He said, the issue is never the issue. Mm-hmm. This is how these people think. They say, we have to give the sacraments. But is it that true? No. They want to use the pretext of the sacraments to change the church mm-hmm. and to destroy it. Yeah. So if they want to change the church completely, in terms of government and sacraments and theology, why they do not go to the 9,000 Protestants, uh, I don't know, denominations or abominations, how I call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why they don't go there? Why do they want to stay here and destroy our church? Yeah. That's the question. What's, what's their intention behind this? So I, ha- I think we have to take a closer look to the... Um, um, German Conference of Bishops, mm-hmm. to the money that comes from the international foundations. Uh, we have to play, pay a, con- a closer look to the international foundations that mm-hmm. are interested in, in Amazon and everything else, because I, I think there is this ecclesiological aspect, but I think also we have a geopolitical issue that is not going, it's not in the public discussion mm. until now. What is yeah. that? And so you're saying that there are kind of business interests at play? Completely. Really? Yeah. With the church? Yeah. Uh, and sort of the church colluding with this. The church in Brazil, the church in Germany. Yeah. There's a lot of money coming to the Vatican yeah. from the church in Germany. Yeah. You know that they get a tax from the yeah. people. And so it's a very, <coughs> very wealthy church. Yeah. It's the wealthiest, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, perhaps challenged by America sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's unbelievable. So there's a lot of power. When Cardinal Mark comes, Cardinal Marx comes to sort of lobby at the yeah, Vatican, yeah. he has a lot of sway because yeah. there's a lot of money being exchanged. Mm-hmm. So what are these business interests? Okay, this, this is something I discovered just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Because when I started to uh, investigate this thing called RIPAM, it's the Ecclesiological Network, <clears throat> the Panamazonic, RIPAM in Portuguese. And this network uh, congregates a lot of other organizations, ONG, uh, ONGs and uh, NGOs, NGOs, sorry, yeah. NGOs and, and other um, corporation organizations in the Amazon that take, take care of the indigenous. And I started to look up at, at these uh, organizations that helped this organization called RIPAM um, collecting the information in Amazon to build the preparatory document that was the basis to to write the instrumental laboris, the working document. So we have two documents. And so I, I, you know, this is this bad habit, I call it's a good one, always to check if some organization, NGO, 
receives money from the main international foundations, progressives and liberal ones like Rockefeller, MacArthur, uh, Ford Foundation, Open Society Foundations. And I just uh, took a look at the Ford Foundation that has a great interest in Brazil, always have, mm. since the beginning. And I looked at, for example, we have our Caritas, mm -hmm. which is, you know, <laughs> to take care of the poor, to help the needed. Uh, and they received, according to uh, Ford's uh, website, they received more than $820,000 mm -hmm. in a gap of seven, eight years from Ford Foundation. Mm -hmm. So we have to remember that Caritas was the responsible to, uh, for the, the, the foundation of REPAM, which is the responsible to, uh, for the writing of the working document. And who is responsible for REPAM? The Cardinal Humes, the General Reporter. Oh, wow. And so we have also the CIMI, which is a Brazilian organization, uh, which is the Indigenous Missionary Council. They received from Ford Foundation a total more than $1.4 million, which in our currency, you have to multiply by 4.5. So we have six, seven millions AIs, which are our currency, receiving for, from, from uh, Ford Foundation. And we have to think that Ford Foundation uh, finances abortion, feminism, gender ideology, and all anti-human, anti anti-Catholic agendas. So what's the interesting? The interest of these people trying to influence this um, all these organizations. I have just uh, quoted, for, uh, cited for you two or three, but I have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And um, what's what's their interest? Because we have also the interests, for example, of the uh, Norway. They invested uh, two hundred and fifty million dollars in Colombia in uh, rainforest projects to influence the the. Um, environmental development there. And we also have the money from the, uh, the German Conference of Bishops. Well, what I'm saying, uh, to, to make the long story short, this money, mainly from Ford Foundation already in France, other countries, comes, this money comes from big organizations. And big organizations have interests in big things. And what we have in Amazon, when people look at Amazon, they see big trees, big river, and big animals, <laughs> because we have. Uh, but that's not where the, the tr treasure lies. The treasure lies beneath the soil. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of minerals. Uh, one member of the, uh, the, the current government said that we have more or less just a, an educated guess. We have 23 trillions of dollars there. Wow. So it's a lot. Mm -hmm. This is educated guess. We're not sure. These things are very complicated to measure. So we have a lot of riches in minerals and biodiversity. So you have a great uh, international interest because one of the proposals in the working document is to use the church, as I, as I see it, as one, another way of uh, doing propaganda to internationalize these little and small indigenous mm -hmm. community and think with me if you are a big company international one or i don't know another government norway for example it's easier to negotiate with the brazilian state or a small indigenous town 
You see where, where the, the problem lies. So if you have 23 trillion dollars there, 25, uh, 250 millions, it's nothing. It's investment. <laughs> you see, so this is the issue. So we, why would Ford Foundation that receives money from companies and big donators, why would they invest in Amazon? To take care of the indigenous, the poor people. They are not taking care of good pe poor people in Brazil because we have more poor people in our uh, north, in northeast. Yeah. We have much more there, but hmm. many more poor there. But why don't they go there? We don't have their money there. We have their money in Amazon. Yeah. So the, the, the thing I think is they want to internationalize this small group of unprotected and vulnerable uh, indigenous people that must be cared, evangelized, everything else. But they want to internationalize, to internationalize them yeah, because it's easier to negotiate. Hmm. So, and there, uh, these uh, small groups of indigenous, we have more than uh, 300 of them in the, in, uh, in the Amazon, they are influenced by these NGOs paid mm -hmm. uh, from them. So they pay the, the NGOs and they want to negotiate them with them. So they, they do the both, both ways. They go top to bottom and bottom up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. You see. And yeah. this is such corruption. Uh, it, it, it really is corruption. It's actually trying to steal a nation's wealth. Yeah. And yet... Some of the people in the church, the, the left in the church, seems yeah. to be right in bed with this agenda. Mm -hmm. What are the church leadership who are corrupt getting out of this deal? I think they're getting money. Mm -hmm. I, I say that with sorrow in my soul, but I think they're getting money. Uh, they're getting influence. They're getting properties. They're getting space, maybe in the church, maybe space uh, which is being bought. I don't know. We have to speculate these things, but I think that they're getting this kind of thing because when you see people that are very that are very important, like Leonardo Boff, which is the main ecotheologist, um, I made a video about him uh, showing that in um, a gap of 10 years, the Brazilian government, when was a leftist government, they paid him for conferences, blah, 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 like um, dollars, like, $5 million the government paid him to make a lot of conferences. And I, I showed in my video all the contracts, everything else, in government's website. And now he started to sue me in the no. law because I exposed him <laughs> because he's the defensor of the poor. And I said, no, 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 no. What do you do with this money? And so he said, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm being intolerant. Mm -hmm. Hate speech mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you just you heard that too about yourself. Yeah. To speak to that. Now you're called intolerant, you're called a hater. Yeah, always. Yeah, but no, there, basis. there's a problem with that. You know, okay, let's unpack what your <clears throat> real agenda is. Yeah. What is Bernardo's agenda with regard to exposing these things? Why? Do you hate Cardinal Claudio Humes? Do you hate Leonardo Boff? Mm -hmm. Or why are you doing this? John, I'm, I want to be very clear. Um, um, Friedrich Nietzsche said that if you cannot despise, you cannot respect. Mm -hmm. I despise them. This mm -hmm. is true. Because I, I know, if I don't despise, for example, 
uh, a murderer, how I'm going to respect a person that preserves lives and fight against abortion. So we have to have the sense of proportion here. Mm -hmm. So I despise them. I don't hate them. Okay. Jesus said, love your enemy. And what is, you know, uh, behind this phrase? Mm -hmm. if, you, well, if you are to love your enemy, you have to identify someone as your enemy. Right. So, and I know they're my enemy and enemy of the church. Right. Not because of their thinking, because I don't know what their intention is, but because of their acts. Mm -hmm. Their acts show us that they are not working with the church, but against the church principles, mm -hmm. 2,000 years principles. So what I'm doing, I'm just exposing facts and exposing the truth. Mm -hmm. Because frequently, and on a daily basis, we uh, hear only a half truth or a piece of the truth. That's true. But it's not the whole truth. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Because uh, um, Cardinal Hatzinger, at the time he was a cardinal, he said that the liberation theology is like um, um, a, a truth that went crazy, you know, like mm -hmm. a, a meta truth. And uh, he's tr he, he, he was right because they take some element of truth. Yeah. For example, we have the problem with the indigenous people and they are not being evangelized uh, totally, for example. This is true. But how do we solve the problem? So they propose the wrong way. So they use the truth and they uh, show us the wrong options. Mm -hmm. So we have to discuss that. Yeah. So as I said, the issue is never, never the issue. Yeah. And so what's the main motivation? Why I work in the morning? I wake up in the morning and do this. It's obedience to the truth. This is what moves me. And the, true, the truth itself is God. Mm -hmm. He said, I am the truth. Yeah. So in um, showing my love to God, my respect to Him, and I went also to un undo all the, the evil that I did when I was a Trotskyist and a Protestant. <laughs> so I, I have to pay, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, for that, uh, all the, the wrong deeds I uh, made in the past. So, and uh, I, I want to obey the truth and to show people the truth. You know, I, I never uh, speculate too much. Mm -hmm. I, I talk to, to people and I say, this, 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 the responsible is this person, this person, and the possibility are these. Mm -hmm. This is this is enough. As we say in Italy, basta. Mm -hmm. And people conclude, they, they, they can conclude for themselves. Right. You're not talking to dumb people. Right. You know. What is your ultimate uh, um, um, <clears throat> thing? Because you, you said in, in English, at least in American thought, there's not that definition of despise and hate. Yeah. Is, the difference isn't that clear. What's the difference and what is your ultimate okay. hope for these people, I guess? Um, okay, this um, difference between despise and hate. Despise is not to appreci appreciate the person. Okay. I not appreciate. I don't want to be their friend. Yeah. I want them to convert. I want them to go to heaven and be in the presence of God, having the, the beatific vision of God, presence mm -hmm. of God. This is our uh, ultimate goal. Well, uh, Jesus said, go everywhere and preach the gospel, teach these people, baptize them. They don't want to teach, they don't want to evangelize, they don't want to, these people to go to heaven. Yeah. So uh, my main goal is to, uh, through the, 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 the presenting, through this, this method of presenting through, uh, truth, some way, some ways, sometimes actually, sometimes in a very fun way, because I do some jokes in my videos, mm -hmm. but presenting people truth. And truth also uh, has the great power
to take people to God. Mm -hmm. Even your enemies. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a priest in my town that he made this very bizarre masses in, in his church, in his parish. And I made a video and I talked about him. And then he's, he's taught that. And I think he's converted now. Yeah. He changed, yeah. And I have, I have daily basis, a lot of 10, 20 males. The people telling me, thank you for putting me again in the, in the way, returning to the Catholic Church. Or I, I converted myself to Catholic Church because of your defending the faith. So San Vincenzo Palotti, which is the, the patron of the Lacey, the layman, uh, he said that we need to defend it, the, the, the truth and uh, renew uh, the charity, love. Mm -hmm. So this is how I work. So I want to despise these people, so not considering them as, oh my God, and not to respect them too much. They don't need that. So I'm not going to to curse them or to beat them, but I'm, I'm not going to lie and say they are wonderful people. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to say, you are a bad bishop. You are. So you are a coward. Yes, you are. You do not govern the church. You don't sanctify your people and you don't teach. You do politics and you are selling the Amazon to foreign countries. So this is your blame. I respect you because you are a bishop. Because if you were, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't respect you. So I think this is a sober position. It mm -hmm. seems for some people like a hate position because what should, I, what should be a position if uh, regarding a person, for example, John, you are in your house with your children, with their children in your life, and a guy is entering your house telling you that he's going to take care of your children. When you go out, you just look at the window outside your house and you see that they are you know, pitching your children, he's poking them, he's cursing them. What are you going to do? You're going to enter your house and you're going to tell bad things about that person. You are, are you lying? Mm -hmm. No, or are you going to say, oh my God, let's discuss your, your conduct here. No, you are a bad person. You are breaking the rules of my house. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know what we have a saying in america we call it tough love yes and tough it love. is yes, it's perfect. tough love for yeah. even bishops who are supposed to be our fathers in the faith but when they're fathers that abuse the kids sometimes brothers got to stand up and go that's just wrong yeah yeah and people what need to know for example that saint thomas aquinas said uh in uh in uh, his summa theologica he said if there is a public and great dangers to the faith, the faithfuls have, uh, have the, the right, sometimes the duty, mm -hmm. to question their superiors, even publicly, yeah. he says. Yeah. So yeah. that's our duty. Amazing. What are your thoughts about the Synod's outcome? Where do you think this is going? How far do you think they'll go? It's just in the midst right now. Yeah. And what are we going to get out of this? I think we, we have two steps. So we have now all the discussions that are going to happen. And we have the second moment, which is uh, most probably Pope is going to, to, Pope Francis is going to write the apostolic uh, encyclica, or the post synodal encyclica. Exhortation. The exhortation, actually. So, sorry. Exhortation. Um, I think the synod is going to propose not all these uh, these absurdities in the instrumental laboratories, they're going to pick them, all the not so polemic ones. And then the Pope, I think he's going, I think the, the baddest thing that he could do, and I, may, I think maybe he will do because 
uh, he, he said that in a plane, he said that he could open a possibility of perversion of married priests mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, in uh, isolated uh, places. Mm -hmm. He said that in a plane. I have the video. And so I think that is, is a possibility, but ordaining women, not, I'm not going to, to, I think they're not going, he's not going to approve that. Uh, and I, I think he will some way, consciously or unconsciously, uh, contribute positively to this agenda of internationalizing these indigenous people. Mm. I think he is going to be one of the outcomes. And um, why I'm saying that he's not going to permit this, and I, I'm saying that the, the Senate is not going to propose all of these heretical positions. Uh, there is a technique of uh, changing people's behavior that uh, it was exposed in a book of uh, Pascal Bernardin uh, called uh, Machiavel Pedagogue. Yeah, it's a very good book. Uh, he's a French uh, researcher, and he shows that there is a technique of changing uh, behavior called uh, foot at the door. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? For example, I'm in your house, and I lock your door and I say, John, I want to, I, I need to put a very big billboard here in your, in front of your house. You, you know, it's going to block our view, but think of the, the, I don't know, the mayor wants to do it. You say, oh my God, this is absurd. I'm not going to do that. No, 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 please don't. They say, okay, I'm just going to put a, a I don't know, a chart here at, at your door. Can I, can I, can I put it here? Okay, okay. If it's that, if it is that size, it's okay. <laughs> you see, so you make a very strong, um, uh, a sort of a ridiculous proposal. A ridiculous proposal, perfect. So you make a ridiculous proposal, the, uh, the person gets frightened and you say, okay, so just this, yes. and oh, yeah. I did that when, when I was a child. <laughs> yeah, I was at school and after the test, my mom said, oh, so how, how, how did it go? And I said, oh, mom, I got an F. Oh my God, I said, it's F plus. I said, oh, it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's just like that. I think it's going to be something like that. We're going to see, oh, okay. It's not going to ordain women. They're not changing the Eucharistic, but okay, they're permitting married priests, mm -hmm. you see. But we cannot um, um, change our conviction that we are not going to um, fall for this kind of, of game, in, in a way. Amazing. Yeah, we have to be aware, like like a snake. Jesus said that. Yeah. yeah. Meek as the, as the doves and the, wise the wisest serpents. Yeah. Very good. Well, yeah. let's let's close off our with your advice for Catholics, Catholic young people uh, to stick with their faith. What would you say? Very simple. Four things. As I say, all, all in, my, in my conferences, I always say that. Please have a very serious and daily uh, praying life and liturgical, uh, sacramental life. So pray as the end would <laughs> end tomorrow mm -hmm. and have your sacraments as the first time. Mm -hmm. So go with that love, having the Eucharistic and the Eucharistic. So we have to believe each day, each time that Jesus is there completely, totally. This is the first step because if you don't have that, if you are in a state of grace, aren't in a state of grace, you, have, you do not have the seed of the sanctification yourself. So your Christian life, your Catholic life is nothing, just mm -hmm. an emptiness. So if you're not, you have to confess. Yeah. <laughs> First step. And then second step, a life, a, li a life of studies. 
But you say, okay, Bernard, I have 25 kids, I cannot study. I say, <laughs> close yourself in a bathroom, half an hour a day and study. You can't do that. So go to a park or stop in your lunchtime, study half an hour a day, take the Catechism or a book of St. Thomas Aquinas or something else, study that. It's going to do very well for your soul and your sanctification heart. Because Jesus said that we have to love God in all our heart, mind. So we cannot adore and love God with our mind. So this is important. Three, uh, have a life in communion with other people because they're going to help you with their problems. So for example, I'm here in Rome and my family is like 10,000 kilometers here from, so who do I ask if my sister, for example, has a problem there? I call my friends because my father is in another city. If I have a problem myself there, with someone, somebody is pursuing me, want to make me harm, doing some harm to me, I call them. They can help me in prayer. They can help me with some intellectual problem. They can be with me in some hard problem. But I don't know if I lose my, my mother, for example, they can help me. So this is important. And four, have an apologetical life. Mm -hmm. This is the last step. So if you do not accomplish the three, the, the first three, you cannot do apologetical life. So defend the truth and announce and try to renew the charity, the true Christian charity. This is, this is the most important thing, John. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Bernardo, thank you so much for I thank us you for on this for this Western show. Thank you. Thank you very much. May God bless you. That's all. And all of you at home, check out Bernardo on YouTube. Yeah. And I think uh, you'll really enjoy it. It is in Portuguese, though. Yeah, right? some some videos are translated in English. With that, you have to uh, put their subtitle in English. Okay. Some videos we have there. Yeah, very good. Okay, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much, and God bless you all. Till next time.